Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. As expected, 48 for the loss of four. That's a bit mean. It's not really a cricket score. <laughs> not even really a drink score. 48 points to four over Lebanon. Uh, England take on Papua New Guinea. New Zealand take on Fiji. They are tomorrow morning at 3.30 our time and 8.30 respectively. And then Tonga Samoa in the matchup of the round, in my opinion, and many people's opinion, that's at 3.30 on Monday morning. We are delighted to welcome into the program, man, with nine on, what, 200... Uh, NRL appearances. Blake Ashford joins the program. Thanks so much for dropping by, uh, Blake. How are you doing today? Good day, Blake. How are we, lads? I'm good. Obviously, you know, uh, proud Australian living in New Zealand now. So I wear both caps, and one of them got through straight away to the semis <laughs> today. So happy Saturday so far. Well, Josh Adokar had quite a day out. Five try. What a hungus. Oh, mate. What a hungus, all right. Oh, geez, he did He did it in good fashion too, though, some of those tries. Just the pace, his ability. Look, he started the, the day as second-leading try scorer, and I think he took a lead of three going into the semi. So uh, he definitely showed Brad Fitley should have been picked for the origin, and yeah, he's, he's going to do well against the Kiwis next week if that's the matchup we're going to see. Gee, he's quick, though. He's electric. He's dynamic. He's just fun to watch, isn't he, Blake? Yeah, he is. Um, not fun to play against when you've got to try and chase him around the park. And um, They nicknamed the Fox for a reason. But um, look, he is good to, to watch, especially when you've got Latrell Mitchell inside him. I mean, a powerhouse like that, it just makes the game so much easier for Josh Adokar as well. So uh, it was a good win. I know I heard you boys say it wasn't a big score. Um, but, you know, the team changed a little bit. Teddy had a rest. We got the 30-0 lead at the start. So... Uh, it was convincing enough against a good Lebanon outfit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I said it wasn't a cricket score. I was being a bit mean to Lebanon, actually, more than anything. <laughs> right. uh, Blake, how's this competition actually unfolded? Has it, do you think it's been marketed well? It's had a good following? Um, I was quite surprised I'd never heard that uh, Lebanon, uh, you know, we're a powerhouse in uh, rugby league. Uh, but how's it been uh, followed and documented so far? Uh, good. It's, it's getting um, bigger and bigger. You know, obviously the ultimate goal is to be like a Rugby Union World Cup, as in there's, what, 10 teams that you could, or maybe eight teams you could say that has a chance of winning the Rugby Union World Cup. At the moment, we don't have that rugby league, but it's slowly starting to grow. And you just said Lebanon. I think uh, last uh, the last time we had a World Cup, they showed a bit of, you know, a bit of brilliance then and won a game and were very uh, tough in their defeats. And it looks like they've grown again. And there's more players they have now that have gone on to play NRL. Um, we mentioned Samoa and Tonga's coming up. Um, England's good. Papua New Guinea, uh, once again, have been good. as That's their national sport. So it's slowly getting there. And we see teams like Jamaica and things, um, you know, come and compete. 
and make, make up the numbers. Uh, I shouldn't say that, sorry, make, but get there and uh, compete. But it's getting better and better. And the only problem I think uh, Rugby League World Cup has mixed up is putting Tonga and Samoa at 3.30 on a Monday. Uh, that's the game we all want to mm. see. And I don't know how many people are waking up at 3.30 on a Monday. Well, Blake, I guess you, you bang on about all of those, I guess, the, the minor countries. Um, and, and in cricket, it's the associate countries. They need to raise their level to actually raise the level of the sport because we're seeing in the World Cup T20 the likes of Ireland beating England. Um, so it, it is really important that those minor countries or the ones, the up-and-comers, you'd say, um, go from strength to strength and get experience in these competitions, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, even last night's game, I think Australia needed to put a, well, mentioned cricket score before, they need to get at least get to 200 and make or have some doubt in, um, you know, the proceedings going through to the semi-finals. Afghanistan almost ended up beating them in the end. So yeah. it is starting to throw all the other sports, you know. So um, Rugby League World Cup and the international games getting there slowly. Um, the more diversity we see in the NRL and definitely Super League, um, it's just going to get better and better. And look, I think this one's probably the closest and the best one we've had in recent years. Um, and there's probably, in my eyes, I think there's four teams that can win it. Uh, Papua New Guinea will have great support back at home. Huge passion for that game uh, for the Kumuls up against England. Though It's a tall ask, isn't it? It's a, it's a massive ask for them. Is there any sort of ray of hope for Papua New Guinea to, to cause the upset of upsets? I think there is. I mean, I'm a... Yeah, I, I love an upset story. I love an underdog story. And um, the way they've played this competition... Look, Tonga, um, as we know, have beaten Australia and things in the past. And PNG almost beat them one-off in this World Cup pool play. Uh, now, England's definitely a tough ask as it's their home tournament. And they've looked very, very good. Some would say oh, yeah. even gone into favouritism the way they've been playing. Um, but PNG, I think... Look, I think England win the game, but... If, we, if you ask me if there's a chance, as you did, I, I think PNG will have a array of hope because the first 20, 30 minutes is going to be tough. You could even see maybe a, a try difference in the first half. It'd just be whether they can keep it up in that second half. Well, you loved an underdog story, so you would have loved Fiji beating New Zealand in the last World Cup back in 2017 in Wellington. Um, I see at the TAB New Zealand paying a dollar point zero zero one. So that's the smallest possible chance imaginable. Uh, surely history doesn't repeat this time, though, right, Blake? No, and see, back then I was going for Fiji. I think I want to go for New Zealand now as I can get two horses in the race. Been here <laughs> enough now. So, <laughs> yeah. um, Love it. Yeah, but the, um, look, I don't, I don't think they... Look, Fiji will be good. I think if they have Abby Coruscant at number six, which I don't think they have, I think they could keep the game close. But, um, you know, the TAB offering 30 and a half start for the Fijians. I think they could cover that just because New Zealand's kicking or goal kicking hasn't been the best. But, look, the New Zealand lineup, I think, uh, will get them through to the semis where it'll be probably the game everyone wants to see, New Zealand-Australia, which everyone would have thought if they had done the draw properly, it would have been Australia-New Zealand final. Hey, Blake, uh, you, you already mentioned it, but Tonga playing Samoa. Uh, unfortunately, on Monday at 3.30. Mm-hmm. Um, now, will there be a huge following for both those teams? Because I know when Tonga play the All Blacks here, it's just a sea of red. Um, that'll be a huge game, won't it? Oh, it will be. And the, what, what Tonga have done 
especially in New, in New Zealand when they beat Australia that, that last time at Eden Park. Um, you know, you saw the red wave, the cars going down Auckland CBD, I think, for the next two days. So, um, you know, even in the last World Cup where some might have say they got robbed against England in the semi-final um, at Mount Smart, they've done so much for the game and so much for International Rugby League. And Samoa was touted as probably the ones to take the next step. I had my hesitations and I was proven right early, but I think they're starting to come right and come right at the right time. So this game is, you know, if played early on in the tournament, I think Tonga would have run away with it, but this one's going to be real close. And I think, uh, as I said, I don't know if I'll be waking up at 3.30. I might watch the replay, but I dare say everyone in Auckland and uh, the Tongans and Samoans around New Zealand and even Australia will be waking up to watch this because I know it does mean a lot. And it's going to be, I'm tipping it to be the best game of the weekend. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. It, it seems like it's strange times inside that Samoa game. You're so right. They started the tournament really poorly, not living up to the high expectations on them. It sounds like it's it's not maybe a happy camper in the background, but on, on pure talent alone, there's a lot of it. So who are these star men? Oh, well, it, it starts with Jerome Luai. He's he's the grand final winner two years in a row. Um, you know, it starts with him, I think. He, and he's going to work off the back of the two big props, um, Josh Papali and uh, Junior Polo. I think those two boys up front need to lead the charge. They've had a lot of injuries. and But the players that have come in, I think it's sort of like they got a chip on the shoulder because they weren't picked in that original team that everyone yeah. was talking about for Samoa. And now these players have been injured. You see the uh, other fellas that have come in from the wider squad and um, look to be trying to prove a point and... Look, I, I still think Tonga... I have uh, Australia playing Tonga in the final. So, for me, I still think Tonga wow. yet to hit their straps. Jason Tomalolo came back last start, and they looked... Well, they put 90 points on, and they looked outstanding. So, I just think they're going to go from strength to strength as well. And they add Will Hopawati back at fullback, who's a seasoned veteran, and he's actually been playing over there and winning titles in England. So... I do think it's close, but I think Tonga get the win and then advance to play England. Interesting. So you got New Zealand um, getting through the semis, getting knocked out by Australia. I completely understand yep. the rationale on that. Tonga getting over England, who you've said England are the form horse. So Tonga, we, we know that the power, um, the pace, all those things there. The big question mark for me, is the game management there, though, for them? That's, that was the big ask, and it was probably the same about Samoa. I mean, you had Jerome Luai and then um, Milford, sort of the same player. But there's a lot of the unknown with Tonga. So Tui Moala Lolahia, who was a former warrior, who's been over in England playing his trade for the last, well, I'll say six years. And what it does over in England, I know if you've watched the games, the in goals are shorter, the fields are marked out differently, there's different type of grass. Like, it's it's so different over there, the conditions, that it does take some players getting used to. And I think that's why we've seen England excel so far. Where Tui's been over there for six years and done quite well for himself, I think he will be the game manager. And we see young Katoa, who's a young Panthers player, who I believe signed with the new Redcliffe Dolphins franchise, uh, scored 28 points, I believe, in the last outing for Tonga. So, look, their game management, I think, with their big boys rolling forward, they've got a lot of sharp players. Uh, to play some fast footy, and I think that'll worry England a bit, especially with England after that first game have had a very easy run. 
Blake, thanks so much for dropping by, mate, and dropping the knowledge on us. We really do appreciate it. Enjoy what's going to be a, a pretty heavily uh, packed sport-watching weekend, especially the Rugby League World Cup for you, my friend. Thanks a lot, yes, Blake. Yes, it will be. No worries. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Uh, Blake Ace for joining us here on the program. Great to hear his voice. Of course, uh, the former Warriors player, former Shark and Tiger as well. Uh, close to 200 games in the NRL. Very it's much. Australian living in New Zealand now. Yeah. Oh, okay. What are you? That doesn't really happen. Well, he's seen the light, mate. Yeah, no, it's great. A couple of them Love can it. actually, you know, be intelligent. He was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Australians. You'd like to think a couple are going to be intelligent, aren't they? <laughs> actually, be with the good guys.